sugar, spice, and everything nice. These were the ingredients chosen to create the perfect little girl. But Professor Utonium accidentally added an extra ingredient to the concoction, Chemical X. Thus, the Powerpuff Girls were born! Using their ultra-superpowers, Blossom, Bubbles, and Buttercup have dedicated their lives to fighting crime and the forces of evil! Hello and welcome to SMPD, the podcast where we look back at the cartoons that shaped our childhood. I am Chris Bolton. With me, as always, my cartoon compatriot, Mr. Mark Williams. Hello. Uh, And we're going to mix things up a little bit this week. Before we dive into the episodes itself, we're going to kick off with a bit of a feedback section. We did have... uh, we always ask you guys for feedback, and we did have some feedback uh, on our last episode, Round the Bend, from Sarah Clark, London Hammer on Twitter. Uh, and Sarah said that she had completely forgotten about Round the Bend, uh, but the episode jogged in memory and also reminded her of similar shows like Your Mother Wouldn't Like It on CITV and Why Don't You. I had completely forgotten that Why Don't You even existed. Yeah, I, both of those. Um, yeah, both of those I'd completely forgotten about. Um, they may warrant a... I further watch it. Why don't you certainly does? I spent I don't know how many hours in front of Why Don't You during school holidays, which is ironic because the theme literally told you to turn the telly off and go yeah. and do something else. Um, but yeah, Sarah said that all three had the anarchic humor, parody, and satire, and other thoughts she had on Round the Bend. Maybe Roland Rat was a bit of a forerunner. I can see that. Yeah, uh, I, can, I can see that. Yeah, I I don't know if I've mentioned on the show before. I think I have. I think. Uh, Roland Rat was probably my first fandom. Like I was in the Roland Rat fan club, so <laughs> I'm pretty familiar with Roland Rat. But yeah, I can see that. You know, Roland and Kevin being rodents and the sewer and, and puppetry. Mm. So yeah, I can I can see that. Uh, and she also mentioned that maybe John Potato and David Colmo were inspired by the Muppet Newsman. Um, yeah, I get maybe. that too. I mean, the Muppets are the Muppets. They're pretty much yeah. untouchable, aren't they? Unless you count the Muppets now, which is fucking awful. Let's let's not um, count that. Let's not count that. Yeah, Uh, but more importantly than all of that, Sarah said, on the subject of Panini stickers, her husband went to school with somebody whose mum worked for Panini, so apparently he could get extra stickers. Oh, man. Like, that's currency, right? That's the fucking dream (laughs) right there. That is, like, the most popular kid in school right there, surely. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's one of those jobs that it's never really occurred to me that, like, I spoke about my love of stickers and stuff last episode, but it never really occurred to me that, obviously... Someone's got to make these stickers. Yeah. Which means, I mean, obviously now it's all done by machine. But at some point, there would have been like people involved in the designing and printing and everything of these, yeah. particularly back in the 80s. Like, and then the quality control and all that. Yeah. What a job. Like, I missed my calling in life, clearly, didn't I? <laughs> I, I mean, the, Panini could fucking pay me in stickers, literally. <laughs> I, I would be happy. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for the feedback, Sarah. Um, as always, if anybody else has anything to say, you can get in touch with us via the socials. Mark will give you the address at the end of the show. So moving on with this week's show, we are looking back not too far this time uh, at the Powerpuff Girls. Um, now, I'm not going to bury the lead here. Uh, this is going to be an hour of me telling you how much I fucking love the Powerpuff Girls. Um, I'm not, yeah, not going to pretend enough. that I don't. So. Yeah, I mean, I... I've got a sort of fairly I, 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 indifferent relationship is probably the way to look. I mean, by the time it rolled around, certainly in this country, 
Um, I was of an age where I was more into uh, like sport, um, just because you know, my, I had an older brother and he was into sport, and therefore I had to do sport as well. You know, get well, a, sport was get, for the popular kids. Fuck that. Well, in, in our in our house, it was a case of well, get outside and go and do something instead of sitting in front of the TV all day. Because yeah. no, why nobody, don't you? <laughs> yeah, nobody watches TV all day. That'll never get you anywhere. Fuck you, mum. But yeah, so we. I mean, it's uh, this came about at a time where I was like, uh, no, well, no, you had to be out doing shit rather than sitting in front of the TV all day. Um, and I might think this was on Channel Four in this country. At one point, I think this was. Um, it, it was, was on Channel Four staple, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was on Channel Four. I I knew it as being on Cartoon Network. But yeah. I mean, actually, it's, it's interesting. You say you you have an indifferent relationship to it. Um, when it started. Um, I had no interest whatsoever. I mean, I think we got this round about 99, 98, 99, something yeah. like that. Um, put it like this. I was old enough to drink, definitely. Um, I was driving, drinking, not together, obviously. Never do that, kids. <laughs> no. um, but I was I was doing other things, and this had like a, the cutesy chibi art style going on. It was called the Powerpuff Girls, and I had kind of a similar reaction to it, I think, that I had to the Netflix She-Ra when that came out. And mm. I really, sh- I think I even said when we were talking about that, I should have learned my lesson from Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, you did. Um, because, you know, that has gone on to become not just probably my favorite cartoon of all time, but certainly one of my favorite shows of all time. In fact, it's that good. Uh, but I was initially put off by the art style. Um and, and I kind of had a similar reaction to this. You know, I was like an 18, 19-year-old boy. I did not want to be watching a show called The Powerpuff Girls. Uh, it looked like it was targeted at a much younger audience. Yes. It looked like it was targeted at girls. And you care about that sort of thing when you're a fucking 18-year-old boy. Um, and then I specifically remember drunkenly stumbling upon it on Cartoon Network because Cartoon Network would play through the night till like 2, yeah. 3 in the morning. I think it might even have been 24 hours, but it was certainly on till the wee small hours. Um, and I remember just drunkenly stumbling upon an episode of this and falling in love with it immediately and just thinking, what, like, why the hell didn't I watch it sooner? Mm. Uh, despite people telling me I should watch it as well, I was being told I would enjoy it. Um, I can be quite a stubborn asshole about stuff like that sometimes. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, you'd never know, would you? Um, <laughs> I mean, look, I have a similar relationship with shows like The Big Bang now. People tell me I love that all the time, but I can't bring myself to watch it. It looks fucking awful. Um, so, yeah, I, I just I avoided it for the longest time, stumbled upon it and just fell in love with the show. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. I, I can certainly see how maybe you could be indifferent towards it if you, if you don't kind of, I guess, yeah. if you allow yourself to embrace it, I think is, is what I'm yeah, saying. That, I mean, that was similar to me as well. I mean, I was uh, we use this phrase not as sparingly as we should um but i was uh old enough to know better it was a kid's show it was you no know, it, it had as you said had that cutesy animation that, that cutesy design it was aimed at um you know it looked like it was aimed at young kids and um, the fact it was on t4 uh, like channel 4's weekend program which was kind of aimed at teenagers that should have been a clue for me but it was one of those i kind of just went oh you know what yeah whatever um and didn't really get i um, didn't really fall for it and so no, and so there were there were other things which i had to be doing because you no. Know, apparently watching tv is bad for you or some shit um so yeah i just it kind of i didn't really give it much thought and then i came to this probably when i was in uni um yeah and so yeah that would have been between 2001 and 2004 um I mean, and that's yeah not, it was that's a, not too much after me it was probably as i say we had it 98 99 it would have been all of 2000 2001 by the time i actually caught yeah. it and went oh yeah actually this fucking rocks 
Yeah. So, so I mean, I, I I caught it, and it was on a Sunday morning. And I remember, um, and it's a quite it's quite an annoying story. Um, I don't sleep that well, as you know. Um, but I was hammered, so I passed out, which is you know always a bonus because I actually got about four hours of sleep. And I woke up about eight o'clock in the morning, and the TV was on, which was rare because nobody was ever up that early in my house apart from me. Um, and I got up, and there was this fucking kid sat in my living room watching Powerpuff Girls. And I went fucking apeshit until my landlord came in, who was out, out in the garden mowing the lawn. And I just decided to let himself in, let his kid watch TV while he was mowing the lawn. So I went fucking apoplectic. And I would have freaked the fuck out. <laughs> well, well, I, I did, and that's why that's why he came in um, and then started shouting at me for shouting at his kid, at which point I pointed out that no, he had no right to be there because we had rights, no tenants' rights and shit, and he, he should leave before I called the police. And all this time, the TV was still on. And it was only when they left, and he was quite arsey about it, because um, apparently it was no, I was in the wrong. Um, but so um, I sat down with a you know, cup of coffee and you know, steam coming out of my ears, and this was on. I was like, what the fuck? And I sat there for about two minutes because I couldn't find the remote. Um, and then, yeah, that was it. That was me hooked. I, I think that's all it takes. Like, generally, if there are people... Uh, and we'll come back to the scary challenge in your living room in a moment. Um, if there are people out there listening who haven't watched this and who maybe have had the same reaction the initial reaction that, that we've had you know you see the chibi art style and stuff and you see the cutesy girls and you think you know this is for it's sort okay. of uh, preschool girls um it, it'll take you all of a minute to two minutes for this show to just sink its claws in and i i defy you after that if you can watch a minute of this and walk away from it and still go that's not for me then i think you're probably dead inside Either though you're listening to the wrong show. I mean, I I, I put I, I put this into YouTube earlier. Um, on the Cartoon Network website, there are um, the version the episodes of the new show, um, but the uh, the the 2016 run, but the original ones aren't on there. So I found these on YouTube, um, and I I put in the title of the the pilot episode, um, which I can't fucking remember what it was called now, but it's basically about a, um, a fuzzy bear that turned things into meat. And I watched the clip I saw was one minute and forty eight seconds, and I was like, "Fuck!" There I you go. The show watch that. Watch that. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll find the name. It's like fuzzy, no, meat fuzzy lichens or something like that. I can't remember what it was exactly. Um, but yeah, it was. Um, I put that on. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" I remember this show. This is like the best thing ever. It, uh, it really is. Like, if it doesn't, it, it it's just it's so full of joy uh on the surface anyway it's it's actually yeah. it's pretty snide underneath but it's oh, yeah. so full of joy and i think you know if if you can get as far as and, and you'll, you'll get it inside a minute and a half or two minutes if you don't immediately love bubbles the second yeah. you meet her then there really is something wrong with you she is easily one of my favorite cartoon characters of all time um I'm a big fan of Tara Strong anyway. I've said that on the podcast yeah. before, but Bubbles is just such a wonderful creation. She's just <laughs> absolutely brilliant. And I, you know, that character has been done in many other shows and many other mediums, you know, the kind of cutesy, innocent, girly girl who's really secretly a vicious, evil killer and yeah. has a temper and stuff. But it's just never done as well as Bubbles because she's so adorable until she flips. Yeah. Um, just, ah. Oh. I, yeah, I, I love this show. Um, but to come <laughs> to come back to the scary kid in your living room, <laughs> like <laughs> that that's captured my imagination because, like, if I had come downstairs hungover and, and like 
Jesus, especially back then, like what, 2021, 20, I'd have been like, okay, first of all, A, what did I eat last night? Uh, <laughs> then B, like, what? why the fuck is there a kid? Like, I would seriously have freaked out. Like, is that, that's some serial killer bullshit right there. Um, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the most, uh, it wasn't the most relaxing morning in my life i've got to be i mean honest. once 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 it had been established that it was your landlord's kid i'd have been fine with that then i mean it's perfectly separate if your landlord's doing work just sit the kid down watch telly and that, yeah i, I mean it's i mean it him was, out or nothing but it was the the whole thing of you no know, he shouldn't have been there in the first place because you no know, he didn't give us any notice and he just decided he had fuck all last on sunday morning at eight o'clock she'd come and mow our lawn um and that was i mean i was freaked out until he turned out he, he came in to find out what the shouting was um and then yeah, I was more fucked off the fact he was you know, that the landlord was there. It's not the kid's fault. The kid just kind of you know got dragged along with the old man. Um, and I've I've had that plenty of times in my life where the old man's got to go to work. I'm too young to stay at home on my own, so I'll go and sit, no, I'll have to go and sit in the car while he's you know, while he's uh, while he's working or whatever. So no, that's not that unusual. It's just the fact that say somebody was in my fucking living room, and I wasn't up, so no, nobody else should have been up. Um, so yeah, that was uh, it was a, an interesting Sunday morning. But. You know, you can thank him for introducing you to the Powerpuff Girls. Well, yeah, so. there is that. There's that. Oh, I found the title of the pilot episode: "Meet Fuzzy Lumpkins." So I was just scrolling mm. through the uh, scrolling through the wiki page as we were talking. Um, but yeah, it it it, it certainly didn't. No, that was the only favor. Well, as one of two favors that landlord did me. The other ones, he gave me an extra tenner back on my deposit after I threatened to report him to uh, to university for um, being a slumlord. Sounds like a dream landlord. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that's a story for the pub. Yeah, yeah, that's probably not when you want to be hearing. Um, yeah, fuck so, it. I think, I think you're dead now, anyway. You know, I was thinking that the other day about my neighbour. I think, did I talk about it on the podcast? You know, I've forgotten what we've talked We do so many podcasts now. I think I talked about my scary neighbours in uni, didn't I? And I'm pretty convinced yes. one of them is probably dead now. I was thinking about yeah. them again the other day. Yeah. Um, anyway, anyway. We're, we're off topic already, and we're, like, barely, like, 15 minutes in here. Um, so... <laughs> So, yeah, there are, as Mark mentioned, there are clips available on YouTube. Uh, the whole 2016 reboot is available on Now TV. If you have Now TV kids, which I don't because I don't have kids. Um, but kids I think that is out problems? there as well. From what I have seen of the 2016 reboot, it's not bad. Um, it is the Powerpuff Girls, really. Yeah. They've done a pretty good job, it seems. But I've not seen much of it. I don't think I've even seen a full episode. I saw a lot of the previews when that when that was kicking around. Um, then completely forgot it existed until I started sort of researching stuff for this episode. Um, I mean, look, you put the original or the reboot in front of me. I'm going to take the original every time. But it it, it certainly seems to be much the same. Um, so what I'm what I'm saying is it's out there. It's very readily available. I mean, this is yeah. again, this is one of those shows that has never gone away. Um, it hasn't for me, uh, but just in general, it's it's pervaded pop culture. I think yeah, you know, everybody everybody that was alive post ninety seven ninety eight when it came out will recognise the Powerpuff Girls. I think yeah, um, may not be um, able to put a name to them, but yeah. that'll be oh those that's those things uh, because they're fucking everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I don't um, know if you remember we filmed a couple of sketches with some friends of mine fuck back when we were in film school and we did one in a tattoo parlor in nice and the th the three of the fuckers were on the wall they they, they were yeah. options for tattoos um this is back in 2005 2006 i think and yeah it was no they they had quite a few different options of uh, of of powerpuff girls and that that's something that, i don't know why that stuck with me but i can always uh, i can always see that and i can always go back to that i mean it's because 
like I say, initially, um, the, the kind of chibi aesthetic turned me off it. Um, and, mm. and I think it was just the, I don't think it was the fact that it was chibi because I've, I've always sort of, I can't say I'm a fan of anime, but I've always had an interest in anime and certainly mm. good anime. So, so chibi is a thing that I'm, I'm familiar with as a style. Um, but that sort of combined with the kind of preschool girl kind of aesthetic with it as well just just kind of turned me off but once you get past that like the design of those characters is really cool so and, yeah. and that's why i think there is so much merchandise with it is the characters themselves just look cool yeah um, and and it, it is because of that style they've got the gigantic eyes you know the very cartoony no real nose or mouth yeah they've got primary colors in there yeah and Everybody's... i mean that was that was done intentionally i was reading something earlier from um uh the creator and he was saying that he, when they were they designing the characters, there was talk of doing them slightly more um, realistic, making them making them slightly more uh, to scale and stuff like that. And his original thought was, well, no, if we do that, I've got to draw more shit. Um, I want to do this. No, I want I want basically heads and that's like them no, uh, arms and stick no arms and stick legs and that's kind of it sort of thing. He wasn't um, he, he had a very particular vision in mind. Um, and yeah, no, they are very iconic. And I'm so I've got the wiki page in front of me. And there was a, a 2014 um, and. Uh, 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 special done. Um, That's the one where they look really weird, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, as I said, I've got that in front of me, and they don't look right. They no, do no, no, they right really don't. You although add I, more I, detail, and it just looks wrong. Yeah, although I am really curious because Ringo Starr did a, a song for it called "I Wish I Was a Powerpuff Girl." I mean, I need to hear that. Um, yeah, we need to find that. Maybe, maybe that can go instead of the end credits. Or maybe yeah. we'll put a link, put a link uh, somewhere. No, yeah, because, I no. I mean, I mean, we can address that now as well. Um, we talk about theme tunes on on this show a lot, and we talk about what's got the best theme tune and things. Um, I think Powerpuff Girls is one of only two where the end th- that I can think of anyway, where the end theme is better than the opening theme. Uh, there's this and there's Jason the Wheeled Warriors. Yeah, um, yeah, that's right. I'm give that much this thought. may have the best end theme ever. I think. Um, of all I'm, time, possibly. I'm not sure. I'm gonna have to go back and give it another listen. I can't. I, it's, um... it's between this and Jace, and they're both very different. But just the just the power pop that you get at, at the end of this, and and all week, like I haven't, I and I haven't actually been able to watch uh, much this week. I'm having a new fucking kitchen installed, as well as doing a house clearance on my dad's house. So I've been been quite busy this week. I'm not going to bore you with real life shit too much, but I've not had too much time to sit down. Uh, and watch a load of Powerpuff Girls, it's fine because I'm familiar with it anyway. Uh, but just knowing that this episode is coming up, it's been the back in the back of my head. And as I've been working all week, and I've done it even walking up the stairs now to record this, just going over and over in my head. I've just got <laughs> blossom. It's just it's going over and over and over in my head. Um, it's it's a wonderful theme. It's a yeah. wonderful, wonderful theme. Yeah, uh, I mean... And actually, you know, generally at the end of the show. I kind of try and sort of bring the end themes in so that I give us the outro and then they swell and then we end at the end of the theme rather than sort of play the whole thing. Um, There's no question we're having a hard out at the end of this week's show (laughs) and that theme is playing um, because it's just too good not to. So if we get taken down because of it, we get taken down because of it. I've said that before when I've like played the whole Ulysses song, but this deserves a full playthrough because it's excellent. Yeah, I mean, I, I say it's it's one of those I've um, 
only watched a handful of episodes uh, the last couple of days with some of have just real life boring shit to do um day job and shit like that um and so i've flicked through a couple but i've literally gone right that was finished i'll click on to the next one that was finished. i'll click on to the next one so i haven't i've only heard sort of the the opening of of that closing song anyway um so it'd be good to uh good to give another listen so yeah all, all, all you, need, you and... just need the roll call and it'll go over and over and over in your head it's yeah. there now because i've started singing it it's not going away <laughs> the rest of this episode is going to be all i can do not to burst into song just do it out your system it's fine no no you don't want to hear me sing um i'll just take the headphones off it's fine i won't have to listen <laughs> yeah but everybody else does um <laughs> There's, there's just something about that. It's when it gets to, so they're doing a roll call and somehow managing to fit Buttercup into it is just, there's something about it that just amazes me every time. The way it just goes, Buttercup, she is yeah. the strongest fight. It just works perfectly. The staccato of it is, oh, anyway, I could talk about that theme song all night. You know I love a good theme song. Um, although, it, it, is it the theme? Because technically the theme no, is the not, sting, is isn't it? The theme is technically dun 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. It's, which, it's 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 an out. It's not it's not the theme, is it? It's the same as Kim Possible, isn't it? Where the, you know technically it's da, 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 but that's not what you think about. So yeah. mm, oh, I don't know. That's going to be a mad now, you bastard. <laughs> uh, well, look, if I'm going to be doing this with the Powerpuff Girls theme in my head, you you can do it with Kim Possibly. Although now I've said it, I've kind of got both of them battling for supremacy. <laughs> oh man! I think the Powerpuffs win out, and that's oh yeah, definitely. Call yeah, me, I'm... beat me is a fucking exceptionally good theme tune, yeah. even though it shouldn't be. <laughs> oh no, it should be terrible. But um, yeah, yeah, I, um, I, I still think this wins. Uh, it's it's incredible. Yes, yeah, so you've got that to look forward to, listeners. Um, so yeah. To, to get back, well, no, it is on topic. We're talking about the theme tune, so it is yeah. on topic. Um, everything about this show, I probably, as I say, there was a lot which just turned me off it, and I probably shouldn't like it as much as I do. I've spoken before about um, how much I'm not really a Hanna-Barbera person, and maybe that was part of part of why I avoided it, um, because the Cartoon Network stuff, and I'll be honest, like having come to a lot of it later now, I do love all of that Cartoon Network stuff, but at the time... It just didn't click with me, not in the way that Nicktoons did. Mm. Um, you know, so your Dexter's Labs and your Powerpuffs didn't click with me instantly in the way that, like, and I spoke about this as well on the episode, when I first saw Ren and Stimpy, it was instant. It was, yeah. this is for me. You know, just like we were talking about with Round the Bend, it just the, the sheer fuck you anarchy of it. It yeah. was like, it, it was instantly for me. And ironically, these Powerpuffs especially, like, that is running through to its core it th this is as anarchic as any of those shows it just doesn't look it yeah uh, but yeah there was there was something it's still got that hannah barbera vibe to it the humor is, is very hannah barbera um, I, I don't know, and, and that was not something like ever clicked with yeah i mean it's, it's it's kind of like hannah barbera but it's like hannah barbera after dark it's there's just a little more yes. of an edge to it it's it's extreme it's, 90s yeah um i mean there's there was one uh again another clip i found earlier on whereby they're, they're having a sleepover um and they eat too much candy and can't remember um uh, what happened and they've lost i think bubbles is missing um but there's like it's um professor utonium tries to take up all the candy away from um one of them and it's no she screams and there's no skull no, flaming skulls in her eyes and to the point where he's backing away really scared. And, she, and all of a sudden, she remembers she's supposed to be all sweetness and light. So she just, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we, we want it too much. 
and then takes the ball back off him and fucks off. And again, it's it's something that you wouldn't have that. And you know, I mean, even if you were doing the same story but with Scooby Doo, you know, the, yeah. you wouldn't have that sort of that dark edge to it. It would it would there would be another way of doing it in a more silly, a more child friendly way. And it's it's a really interesting dichotomy this the show because I say it looks like it should be for young kids. I mean, um. There's a thing now which I've been introduced to recently called LOL dolls, LOL surprise, which a lot of fucking horseshit from what I can tell, but Jess loves it. Um, and they look very similar. They've got the oversized heads, the big eyes, you know, the the pigtail shit like that. Um, and they kind of no, they look very similar to that. So I mean that that's the thing. But they so no, they look very sweet and they look like they're aimed at little girls. I mean no, number one is seven shortly. Um, so against my better judgment, I've just googled LOL dolls. Oh, oh, why did you do that? <laughs> because I wanted to know. There's also <laughs> OMG dolls. Um, oh, are there? I wasn't aware of those. I'm not surprised, but I wasn't aware of those. I mean, yeah, I, I can it's, see it's, it. It's, it's um, a similar sort of the, look, and it, it's they've it's, got the chibi eyes and stuff. Yeah, I can, I can see it. Yeah, and then but then you go into the cartoon itself, and you know the pilot. You've got um, a fuzzy bear that turns one of their hair into a chicken drumstick, and she goes fucking mental, and smashes him into a wall. No, oh, I mean, this show is I mean, is violent as all hell. Uh, yeah, like, I, know the fa- I mean, the fact it's, that they, it's ridiculous. They they um they they were originally called Whoop Ass Girls, um, but it was changed um, because it Cartoon was, Network. Yeah, want. there was something to do with there was a short, wasn't there? There was, um, there was a I've short. Never seen which, it, um, but... No, yes, it was a short made in '95 ish, which um, Hanna Barbera picked up, um, and it was called Whoop Ass Girls, and the the name was changed because the the concern was nobody would want to buy their kids a toy with ass in the name. Um, so also, the um, Chemical X was originally called a can of whoop-ass. Oh, that, that works. That tells you everything you need to know about this show. And, okay, the fact that they, they capitulated and changed the name and they changed it to Chemical X because they wanted to get made, basically. I can't blame them for that. Um, no, I mean, it, it works, but it's that's a different show, though, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, this, this this is I mean, you can you can kind of tell what they were going for, and no, even though they they did make the change, it sets the tone very quickly. Yes. Um, the fact that no, it's not going to be all sweetness in life because no, there there are going to be some some fairly iffy references in it, and yes, okay, it's for kids, but it's for older kids. It just looks like it should be younger, and I think that's possibly one of the more cynical parts of me thinking they've done that they've designed the characters like that to appeal to young kids so that more kids will watch it and then they'll get no more kids will want the merchandise um but yeah it's it's one of those you just think well if no i would be quite happy if 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 number one put this well if, if either of them put this on now i'd be quite happy for them to watch it but i can i can imagine when this came out i mean if i'd been their age when this came out there's no way in fucking hell i'd have been allowed to watch this yeah it is i mean it it is a superhero show. Like it's very, very funny, but it is a superhero show at its core. Um, yeah. Which again, why I didn't like it, I don't know. <laughs> like, I really just should have watched it on the basis it was a superhero show, but I didn't because it looked like it was for little girls. Um, but it, yeah, it is a superhero show at its core, which means there is there is conflict and there is fighting. Uh, there are some, quite frankly, hideous monsters on occasion. Yeah, uh, they always, you know, they end up being funny or whatever but you know some of the character design is is quite frightening i think i think mojo's fairly frightening to be yeah. fair if you're young like he's got the sharp teeth and stuff and the big yeah, bulbous head that. um but yeah they don't ironically they don't pull any punches when it comes to the violence like yeah you know they the powerpuff girls will beat the shit out of things 
yeah. and they'll be shown beating the shit out of things um, in a colourful, flashy way. Yeah, um, it's, it's, that's it. It's, it's all very stylized, but at the end of the day, it's still fucking violence. Yeah, uh, and more power to them for it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Absolutely. But it, it works. That's one of the joys of this show, I think, is it works on that base level as a, as a superhero show. If if you don't want anything else, if you're seven, eight years old and you want a superhero show, it works as that. You know, each episode is like 10 minutes. It, it does that thing where you get two stories in. Yeah. It's a double hander. So, you know, 20 minute episode has two 10 minute stories. Yeah. And, and I mean, that, know, that was kind of standard then, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. There's, yeah. there's conflict and resolution. You know, the bad guys always get beaten. Uh, well, uh, actually, yeah, I'll come back to that in a minute as well. Yeah. Um, as I, I caught myself as I said that. But <laughs> the, you know, the things always kind of, the status quo always resumes at the end is what I'm trying to say. It, it's a superhero show in that fashion. But then you start peeling that onion and it is delightfully subversive, uh, which they which they play for, you know, the whole setup of the, it's got the 50s Americana vibe again, playing into the whole sort of superhero radio serial thing. Yeah. Uh, and then they'll start to break down, you know, what, it, what pop culture is and what society is, you know, and there's, for instance, there's Townville and there's Farmville and there is, you know, a very different... Uh, class divide between the yeah. two shall we say yeah. um and you know we've talked before about pop culture references uh straight away i'm thinking of animaniacs yeah um, we've said you know that's one of the things that's quite dangerous because it will date a show very easily but they're clever enough here and and that is really what makes this show besides the the kind of character design the writing is just absolutely on point and the the pop culture references are they're not a a huge part of the show like they are in animaniacs they are throwaway and they're not subtle but they are throwaway and because of that they just kind of play um, yeah but you know, like, it doesn't date the show as much as something like animates where there would be an entire gag based around a particular celebrity of that time yeah i mean there uh, was there was one which i did see part of um which had um, reference to the beatles as an example now this was late 90s that um the Beatles were certainly not around in the late nineties. It doesn't matter. It doesn't date the show because it, you know, that reference is dated anyway. And they, they did a lot more of that sort of stuff. I mean, the same as the, um, like the, the styling of, of, um, of Townsville, it's not, there's a very sort of fifties vibe to it. So it, it, you can't age that because it's all, no, you can't date it. Cause it's already aged. So, I mean, yeah. they've been very, they've been very clever with that. And I think that's something that's, um, yeah, it's, it's got that kind of art deco. Yeah, it's fifties, uh, almost yeah, like, Burton-esque now. We would think of it, you know, slicing yeah. American Pie Americana to it. Yeah, so it's got a very yeah. sort of David Hockney sort of feel to it. Yes, um, yes, yeah, good, yeah, yeah, good pull. Why didn't I go there? Yeah. Yeah. It's unusual for me. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I mean, yeah, it's, it, there's a lot of stuff of like that which it's whether it's consciously to avoid it dating or whether it's just because that's the route they want to go down. I don't know, Rosie. It's it's something that well, we're now twenty years later. Um, and we're still think, saying, well, it hasn't dated because it was out of date anyway, um, and, and intentionally so. So I mean, that's no, that's something that's um, it, it's to its credit. I just you know, Animaniacs certainly dated very badly um, when when they've got you know, the Clinton jokes and stuff like that. Um, still funny, but no, it 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 doesn't. Well, it's funny to us because we were there. Yeah, we, we, it we wouldn't necessarily it. No, be funny to a modern audience. Yeah, ex exactly. Um, no, so it's it, it's a difficult one. Um, but yeah, it's it's there was some there's some interesting points as well because obviously, you know, it's you all you you always want to be relatable. You know, for the audience, it was aimed at being slightly older kids. They did still they did still have things that young children face or children their their age would face. So losing teeth, um, bedwetting, having to go to school for the first time, the broccoli uh, episode. 
Oh fuck the broccoli episode. The broccoli is it's just genius. Yeah. It's absolute genius. Yeah. Um they, they basically do invasion of the body snatchers, but they they're broccoli, they're alien broccolis. Um, yeah, if you, if, and, if, if you haven't seen it, go and find that one. That's genius. Yeah, all, all the adults get kind of possessed by the alien broccolis. And from what I remember, they go into some sort of like coma. and Something like that, yeah. Because because their plants, like the Powerpuff Girls, are just wailing on them, beating the shit out of them, but they keep growing back. So the only way that they can beat them is to round up all the kids in town who are immune <laughs> and to eat all the broccoli. Um, it's just brilliant. It, I, again, thinking back to as you say, things that sort of young kids go through. They won't eat their greens. They don't like vegetables. Broccoli, especially, is one of those ones, isn't it? So yeah. they just subvert all of that. Well, well uh, not annoyingly, you say that. I've, I've, I, we spent an hour with number two not eating his, uh, his his dinner earlier on. He ate the broccoli and the carrots, and he wouldn't eat the uh, he wouldn't eat the meat or the potatoes. What's wrong with him? Fuck! I've been asking that for two years. <laughs> <laughs> But um, but yeah, it's it's one of those. No, and he, some uh, if tomorrow he'll no, whatever meat is on the plate tomorrow he'll suck it through a straw because he wants that much, and he he won't look at a vegetable. But no, not bizarrely, it was just just happened to be broccoli this evening, and he absolutely demolished it. I mean, to be fair, like I I jest about it, but broccoli is probably my favourite veg as well. Yeah, um, mine too, actually. I quite like broccoli useless tidbit for you there listeners <laughs> but as a kid it's one of those because it's so it leafy weird. and stuff as well yeah because yeah. you got the head on it it's one of those that you just go Ugh. um but so yeah we always used to have cauliflower and oh, i fucking broccoli. hate cauliflower that is the worst it yeah. doesn't taste of anything it, yeah it just tastes of boiled water yeah and um, it's all mushy yeah like like, I, 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 I was look, never a fan, but we always cheese all you fucking want. It then it just tastes like cheese. cheese. Why don't you just fucking eat a lump of melted cheese? Because yeah. it's the same effect. If you really want the texture difference, have cheese on toast. Yeah, but then it's got, it's, got ve- it's got a vegetable in it, so it's healthy. It's not going to give you a heart attack quite as quickly as just eating a block of melted cheese. Just fucking or, or put the cheese on chips. Like just be, <laughs> be yeah. a normal person. Don't you cauliflower cheese is not normal. Just no, it's not. I fucking hate it. Oh, um, but yeah, I mean, cauliflower is not um, not my my bag anyway. But we that's what we always used to have as kids. And then broccoli came along. So hang on, that that's just a fucking green weird version of that. So I had a bigger version of broccoli for a long time, and then tried it and was quite happy to eat it. Um, but no, it's a fucking weird tangent. Um, well, I mean, just <laughs> just to swing it back around slightly into our wheelhouse, not the Powerpuff Girls, but. Um, you know, for all the arguments we're saying about, you know, don't show kids the violence and stuff like that. And I'll argue all day that the syringe, the syringe model isn't the thing. Uh, but I eat a lot of broccoli because I watched Count Duckula. <laughs> There's yeah. no two ways about it. Duckula ate broccoli. So I started eating broccoli. Um, and that's just stuck with me throughout my life. Now, if Duckula, if Duckula had eaten cauliflower, maybe I would have. Maybe I'd eat cauliflower. I don't know. Maybe. But, Declarette broccoli, so I ate broccoli. <laughs> oh man! I mean, they, they, that says it all. So, I mean, had I had the Powerpuff Girls episode where the Powerpuff Girls was, you know, chowing down on broccoli, maybe that would have had the same effect as well. But maybe, yeah, they were. They were all these things. Like we've spoken about how high school is always relevant, and you know, something like Kim Possible, um, which is not too dissimilar to this. Uh, something like Kim Possible, where you'll have the everyday problems of a teenager rolled up into this kind of fantastical super spy world. You have the same thing here, except it's not so much that high school is always relatable. It's that, you know, infant school or kindergarten, if you like, in America is, is always relatable yeah. because it's still 
whilst we may not remember it as well, it's still something that we've all been through. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, and, and yeah, they do have those. There'll be episodes where teeth are coming through because they're teething. There'll be episodes where they don't like broccoli. There'll be episodes. I, I'm pretty sure I can even remember an episode about bedwetting. Uh, yes, there was I'm one. Certain yeah. I can. So, you know, it, it has all these things just to hang itself on. Uh, and then as you get older, you know, I mentioned earlier on about, you know, the good guys always win, the bad guys always lose. But as you get older, you start to realize that Mojo, like, I mean, Mojo's my fucking spirit animal, man. And he's, <laughs> he's, he's got that Captain Hook thing going on where you're like, is he really a villain? Like, because yeah. these these girls are fucking assholes to him. Um, and it, it, I, I specifically remember there being a whole episode uh, centered around Mojo just going through his daily routine. And, like, he's just trying to go through his day, have a cup of coffee, read the paper. Yeah. And... Like okay, so like top of his to do list for the for the day is destroy the Powerpuff Girls. But before he well, gets around yeah. to that, he's got to get up. He's got to brush his teeth. He's got to have his coffee, and they're just already fucking his day up. Yeah. And, and he's just constantly just wandering through his day with this plan, and something gets in the way, fucks it up, and his reaction is just oh, you know. And it's <laughs> you just watch it and go, yep, that is situation comedy at its absolute finest. This may be a children's animated show. Yeah, but there it is, um, an observational comedy as well at that. So, yes. you know, it's not always like there's no real threat in that episode. He doesn't. He ends up blowing himself up. I think he has a death ray or something and ends up turning it on himself. Um, but evil is still vanquished. But he is very much the star of that episode. He is the central character um, yeah. of that episode. So that you know, the villains get a fair shake of the of the stick as well. The characters are all pretty well rounded. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of one that's not. Um, and I guess there's nothing jumping out at me. What character wise? No, I, I can't think. Of, even like characters that you get for one offs. Yeah, you know, they they will be a primary motivation behind them. It, much in the same way that all good comics villains do. You know, it's it's not just a guy who's a bank robber or a murderer or a giant monster who wants to eat people like there's a reason behind yeah. it all and and in their head they are the hero of their own story like i said yeah. mojo is very much the hero of his own story you know when he was victim of an experiment and stuff and he, he's got this he's got a reason for the giant fucking chip on his shoulder is what yeah. i'm trying to say yeah uh, no that's fair i mean you know there are also other episodes where he's pretty much painted as a drug pusher and stuff but you know, he's he's a friendly drug pusher. What can I say? Well, not friendly, but a likable one then, I guess. Yeah, a relatable drug pusher is what I'm saying. The forerunner to Breaking Bad. Uh, yeah, well, maybe, maybe. It's got to be yeah. a connection somewhere, isn't there? Uh, I think you can pretty much trace everything back to Powerpuff Girls if you try hard enough. Um, <laughs> set in the fifties, like you say. Well, it's not though, is it? It's set present day. It's just got that that fifties. Yeah, fifties look to it, isn't it? Look at me set present day like as if it's a real fucking thing like as if you could create three magical superheroes out of thin air and just can you not with chemical x no no i'm pretty sure you can't oh motherfucker pretty sure you can't um but yeah that's even my saturday wasted <laughs> talking about subverting expectations and how subversive the show is you know even the even the core premise of you know the presser was trying to to create little girls from sugar and spice and all things yeah. nice, which is what little girls are made of, and it just so happens that he spells chemical X in there, and yeah, 
all of a sudden you get the Powerpuff Girls, and each one of them represents one of those things. Yeah. Um, Bubbles, for instance, is sugar, I, I seem to remember, you know, because yeah. she's all sweetness and light and yeah. everything. Yeah, but uh, Buttercup is uh, spice. Yeah, because she's a fucking nasty yeah. little bastard, basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's the polite way to put it. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm just reading the um, the description of her on the, uh, on the, on the wiki page. Um, Buttercup is described as a tough, hot-headed tomboy. Her personality ingredient is spice. Her signature color is green, and she has black hair and a flip. She loves to get dirty, fights hard, and plays rough. She does not plan, and is all action. She's a jippo, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, in, in, in terms of in, in terms of character description on Wikipedia, that's pretty on the nose. That's not bad for uh, where we're no. Going. That's really good. And I'm saying I'm saying it like I'm insulting her. I'm not. I love all of these characters. I think yeah. they're great. Um, but yeah, she is just. Rough I'm and tumble. Right thinking that she doesn't have any sort of distinct powers, like any, anything unique. No, uh, they, there's a because the others they make something thing. specific, don't they? Yeah, they do make a thing of that as well. It's yeah, there's, there's a whole she's... episode, isn't there? That you no, know, she's kind of a all, yeah. Like, all, all, I mean, all, she can rounded. still she's still flying, she's still strong and stuff like that. She's got all the basics. Yeah, but yeah, she doesn't have a specific superpower. Um, she's kind of I mean, she's the Batman of the group, I guess. Then in in that respect, albeit with actual superpowers, just not yeah. her own. There's nothing that makes her unique other than she can yeah. kick the shit out of anything. Yes, I'm trying to look. I'm just going to find reference to that episode. I I couldn't tell you episode names with this one. I've seen, I've seen them multiple times. You know, yeah. and this is one of those shows that, like, if it's on in a loop, I'll just watch it. I've seen it a lot, yeah. but I couldn't tell you episode titles. I oh, haven't followed go. it to that extent. So this the episode is called Nothing Special, um, and um, yeah, she's she's the only one without any unique superpowers apart from the ability to curl her tongue, which I have. I can't do that. See, people who curl their tongue freak me out. It's, it's like a 50-50 thing, isn't it? It's no, you mm. either can't, you know, half people can and half people can't. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm the only one in our house who can. I'm trying to do it now. Uh, yeah. Um, I just can't, I can't do it. it it's yeah. it's, like, it's, number one it's freakishly upset, impossible to me. Yeah. But that's like, I, I, I never knew about it. And then we were, on, I think we were at Disney World or something. There was something, something came up about it. And my mum can do it and I can do it, but my dad and my brother can't. But my brother was convinced that he could because everybody else, because you know, me and my mum could do it. And he was just walking around with his tongue hanging out like a fucking dog. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, so I, I have that one. That's my superpower. It's like people who can bend their thumbs all the way back and shit oh, no, and their elbows. Weird. And, yeah. No, no. Weirdos. No, weird. The other one's turning the eyelids inside out. I fucking hate that. What? Have you not seen that? I don't think so, but it sounds fucking gross. It is. Is this basically the, the fold of skin that, that, that forms your eyelid? You can, if you get your thumb underneath him. Yeah, you, I, I'm, pop, I just, yeah, it's horrible. I'm going already. I've got, I've got goose pimples already. Just, <laughs> oh, I, I've just stuck my thumb in my eyes. Fold fucking... of skin. That's one of those terms that just. <laughs> yeah, and I just stuck yeah. my thumb in my eye trying to describe it to you because you can't see me, and obviously that was really fucking helpful because I just can't read my screen. Yeah, I mean, we could we could do video call, but you know, yeah, I don't really want to see that shit. No, I can't do it anyway. Yeah, I, I um, the fact I poke myself in the fucking eye. Yeah, so this has been biology with Chris and Mark. Um, yeah, if, if you are doing exams, we we? Any... oh, we were t- we were talking about Buttercup not having any power. That's right. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. apparently as well. Um, originally, the name the Buttercup was called Bud, and his wife suggested it. Would oh, be... that doesn't work. Yeah, his, his wife sort of nixed that when it said, no, better name would be Buttercup. 
Fair like play too wide. masculine. Yeah, that's, that was my thought as well when I read it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I get it because it's a flower, bud, but yeah, it, it's yeah, but it's just too, it's too on the nose for a tomboy, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. You know, um, yeah, don't like that at all. No, um, so yeah, I as I said, I haven't rewatched a lot, but thankfully, I I can remember these shows. You know, like some people will just continually watch The Simpsons on a loop. Um, I, I, this is one of those shows for me. Like if it's on, I will it. I will just comfortably sit down and watch it. I've seen yeah. most of the episodes, if not all of the episodes. I don't know how many there are. I don't know well, what the titles are. That's I, kind of what I'm saying. Is I'm not obsessed with it to that level. Yeah. But I have well, seen I these. A I, lot. I didn't know there were so many. I mean, it ran for six seasons. Oh, there's fucking loads. Um, there's 78 whole episodes. There's 136 um, segments or individual stories, if you like. Plus a movie. Plus a movie, plus the specials. And there was a, ten, a 10th anniversary special in 2008. Yes. There was the 2014 one, which Ringo did a song for. And then, obviously, there's the reboot. So, I mean, there's, there's fuck, got to be close to fucking 200 segments by now. Um, and, yeah, I mean, this fucking this fuck ran. I, I didn't realise it was so big. Um, apparently, they um, they were offered a seventh season. And um, Greg McCracken, who was the um, the creator... Felt he'd, no, he'd, he'd done enough, and the, the, the team had sort of split and moved on. And with it, some of them were doing Dexter's Lab, some of them were doing um, Foster's Home for Impossible Children, or something like that. There's, there was another show, know, like I said, I'm not majorly Foster, familiar with Cartoon Foster's Network. Home for Imaginary Friends. Um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, they all kind of went off and did different things, and they weren't didn't really want to come back and stay for another uh, another season and do another season of it. They felt they'd run its course, didn't which again, it, it, that's that's a good thing because I mean, it did not say it's welcome. Whereas a lot of things, they kind of just go, well, oh, give us another season. Yeah, fine, we'll crack on. I mean, um, I I haven't watched the as I say much of the reboot outside of clips, but I'll fucking take as much Powerpuff Girls as you can give me as long as it's. I would have carried on watching it, but I think the key is. Um, I wouldn't swear by this, but I'm almost certain didn't didn't the creator actually like he wasn't involved with the later seasons anyway? I think. No, he he stepped away to do um, Foster Home for Imaginary Friends, so Chris yeah. Savino took over for the last sort of two or three seasons. Yeah, so I, I I can't say I noticed a notable dip or anything like that. But what I'm saying is it you know it had already then changed slightly. It wasn't. Yeah. I, it, they lost um, William Hanna died in two thousand and one as well, and so and he was the executive producer of the show. So I mean that changed his direction anyway. Yeah. Um, and so that's when he decided to move on and do the other show. Um, so yeah, it's it's one of those that you think well, there's a lot to it. And, but as you said, the quality doesn't dip, and you see some shows. And we've talked about shows in the past. Um, I'm trying to think one offhand, but you, there's a very noticeable shift when you change your core creative. Mm-hmm. Even you know you try and keep the style, but your themes change or just you'll have little nuances like you know, certain wording will change certain phrases will change certain characteristics will change very slightly um and not always for the better i didn't realize until reading uh, this stuff today that that actually happened with this show because i there's no discernible dip or there's no discernible changes at that point between seasons four and five no um the only the only differences i think you see with later seasons uh and it it's not. Uh, this isn't a criticism of earlier seasons by any stretch. Uh, later seasons just appear to be slightly slicker. Um, the animation is is good even in the early seasons, but later seasons do appear to be slightly slicker. Um, yeah, just the, slightly the, more. The early, um, the, the they're all done at rough draft um, in Korea. Um, apart from the, there were some shorts that were done um, 
which were done elsewhere. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really. I mean, they were they were all done at rough draft, so I can't see why they've been a dead. They, they were all. I specifically remember this at the at the times where because it was big noise made about it. They were all hand animated as well, yes. aren't they? Yeah, and then when you got to the um, the tenth anniversary one, that was the first one done using um, Adobe Flash. Yeah, which you know, again, we're in the late nineties, early two thousands. That's already starting to become quite a rare thing by this point, and especially when you look at something as cartoony and as basic as this, like the Powerpuff Girls, literally are a, a collection of shapes. Yeah, you know. Like they are very, very easy to model inside of a computer, yes. um, especially in two D. But but they didn't. It was hand animated, and that's as I say that. I didn't mean to criticize the early seasons by saying the later ones were slicker. They just look, and that might even be a step up in TV standards more than it, anything it could because be, we would have got mean, into the two thousands, so we would have got into we'd be starting to get into like HD ready and stuff like that at that point. Yeah, uh, I mean, and, and I mean, if you look at certainly look at Rough Draft and their output, you look at early Simpsons. They're not. I mean, the, the Tracy Ullman ones were not greatly animated, but by the time they got their own show, they were pretty well animated. But then you just you can chart progression because techniques change and styles change um and then obviously technology catches up and stuff like that as well um but yeah no it's you can always you, you can always notice an evolution but i don't remember noticing it with um with the show at all i've got to be honest i it's, may have to now go back and look for it but uh, it's interesting isn't it that's that's about the second or third time now we've we've looked for a comparison for powerpuff girls and we've gone to the simpsons hmm um, I, th- I think in that respect, it was only because I mean that I'm not aware of many people, uh, many shows that use rough draft um, apart from um, Simpsons Futurama, um, and now this. Um, there are probably others I just don't realise. Yeah, I mean, I just think I mean I went back to it in terms of how easy I find it to rewatch, um, mm. and and I think there is something to be said for the cons- and and it's what we're talking about now. Uh, which is why I bring up the, just the consistent quality of the output, and it's the same with the Simpsons. Like it's been running for. Jesus, nearly as long as I've been alive. Uh, yeah, Sim- Sim- yeah, Simpsons just did their 30th season. Oh, there you go. So, okay, not not quite as long as I've not been quite. alive. But yeah, get in there. I've only got a decade on it. Um, yeah. And, like, I, I don't watch, you know, it's not event TV for me anymore, like it would have been when I was younger. Yeah. But you can still turn into an episode of The Simpsons and know that it's going to be quality. Yeah, I mean, I, I, um, I when I picked up this... Um, Disney Plus, obviously, they're all on there now because of the Fox um, buyout. And I haven't watched... I mean, I was trying to work out when I stopped watching The Simpsons as, as event TV. And it was round about the halfway stage. It was round about season 14, no, maybe into 15. I, st- I There was some... like I, I'd, look at, I'd be looking at the blurbs, and I'd seen a couple of episodes from those sort of seasons. But then once you get into sort of 17, 18, I hadn't seen any of it. Um, so now I'm catching up, and like, I've watched all the last sort of two or three seasons. Um but yeah, you're right. No, it, it stopped being event TV because it's always on. Yeah, yeah, and and that's kind of how I feel with this. I think, which is why, like, I couldn't tell you all the episode titles and all the detail and stuff because I'm pretty sure even if we hung up this call now and I just started hopping around channels, I am pretty mm. sure I'd be able to find the Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, somewhere. Um, it, it is just consistently on. Uh, maybe I'd find the 2016 version rather than the original, but mm. I would find some Powerpuff Girls somewhere. And as I say, I can't I can't speak to what that 2016 version is like. It seems, from the clips I've seen, it seems okay. Um, but it may be that there's a massive dip in quality there that we don't know about. Maybe. I know they changed the voices. Yeah. Um, which I don't 
really know why you would need to do that. Um, no, that, that seems to be a bit of a, a, a non sequitur, really, isn't that? Yeah, but anyway, they did. Um, so I don't know. I, I just think it would still be out there. And yeah, we talk about this consistent quality, and I think this has that. Yeah. Um, and, and like I say, I think even if you haven't watched it, you can dip into any one of those first six seasons, pick any random episode. You know, I wouldn't say like, and, and I would do the same thing with The Simpsons. I wouldn't say like, oh, watch this one. It's the best one. Yeah, there, there's no definitive episode, I don't think. No, because they're all, and, and I've, you know, I've mentioned a few on this podcast, same as with The Simpsons. I could pull out a few where this is the one where that happens, or that's yeah. the one where Mr. Burns gets shot, or that's the one where Homer discovers he can get punched in the stomach really hard, or, or whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. there are all these episodes that you can pull out, but you can't say any of them are like the episode that you have yeah. to watch. And I think this has the same thing. It's just consistently good. It's yeah. consistently funny. It's consistently well-written, consistently action-packed. It looks amazing. Hmm. You know, like once, as I say, that that was initially the thing that turned me off. But once you tune into it, like it looks amazing. I think it, is... it, it, knows what it, it knows what it's trying to be. It knows its style. Um, yeah, and I think they, it they is play a joy it very... to watch. Yeah, it, it, you know, like, like I said, if if you don't, if you don't get it within two minutes, then I I really think you are just dead inside. <laughs> like this is yeah. it's just so joyful. It's so colourful and fluid and funny, and just yeah, just kinetic as well. Like it's it's constantly moving. Like it. I, I don't recall ever getting, you know, news stories about Powerpuff Girls in the same way you would with Pokemon about causing seizures. But this thing is so kinetic, like it's always yes. moving. Um, it's just wonderful. It's a wonderful, wonderful show. Yeah. Uh, so I, I've just gone down a bit of a rabbit hole with um, with Rough Draft while we were talking um, and saying I can't think of things they've done. Do you want a list? Yeah, go for it. The Simpsons, SpongeBob, Gravity Falls, Ren and Stimpy, Amphibia, Beavis and Butthead, Dexter's Lab, Powerpuff Girls, Samurai Jack, Phineas and Ferb, Rocco's Modern Life, Angry Beavers, Family Guy, Lion King's Timon and Pumba, Sheep in the Big City, and The Owl House. Uh, they've got, they also did stuff before they moved to Korea. They also did Ren and Stimpy. Um, I said Ren and Stimpy. Um, and uh, it was when they were doing Ren and Stimpy that um, the founder of the studio approached John Kay about moving to, uh, to Korea because they could do it with a cheaper workforce. Um, so, yeah, I have seen quite a lot of um, rough draft stuff, as it turns out. Yeah, there you go. I mean, you can see bits of Ren and Stimpy in this. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. Particularly in some of the some of the use of still plates and things like that. You can mm. uh, and macros. And yeah, you, you can see Ren and Stimpy in there. Um, I, but I think that can be said in general of a lot of that Cartoon Network stuff. Like I yes, say, it didn't definitely. it didn't appeal to me instantly. But once I got into like this and Dexter's Lab, once I got into it and started to realize what it was, it it was kind of it reminded me of that initial incarnation of Nicktoons. You know, and by this time, Nicktoons had really started going down the pan. Yeah. So it, they they had been much sanitized. Nickelodeon itself as a studio was in trouble. Um, if not gone, I don't think it had gone by this point. No, certainly not in quite. trouble. And then it sort of ended up sort of finding its feet again. But then it just became where Turtles is and things like that. And yeah. that's that's not the Nicktoons that I know and love because they became Cartoon Network. Um, and it, it just it took Powerpuff Girls really to turn me on to that. Um, yeah. 
you know, I, I know we we talked about it as well on on the Johnny Bravo episode uh, when we did that, and I said, like, you know, I I wasn't really a big Johnny Bravo guy at the time, but in rewatching it that time out, I you know, I realized how fucking amazing it is. Mm. Uh, again, Cartoon Network, and again, has that kind of you know to look at bright cartoony style, like sit a kid down in front of it, no problem, but you start picking away at the threads, and it's really subversive. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, hats off to Cartoon Network for this stuff, I think. Yeah, I mean, in a slightly less impressive move by Cartoon Network, um, after the uh, 2014 special, they uh, did a deal with IDW Publishing for a comic. Yep. And um, I'm going to read the quote here because it's freaking me out a little bit. The comic, which shows the Powerpuff Girls with breasts and dressed in latex, was designed by an artist who works for Cartoon Network. The artist was thinking a bit more along the lines of female empowerment and the kind of things you guys are talking about. So, in other words, it's mm-hmm. a fucking, complete fucking perv. Um, Cartoon Network said in a statement, we, we recognise some fans' reactions to the cover, and as such, we'll be no longer releasing this uh, comic book shop. So, I mean, they how the fuck that got through quality control in the first place, I don't know. But, I mean, talk about changing the entire fucking product just for some bloke who wants to draw a pair of tits. I mean comics how do i approach this delicately comics are a thing that i i love greatly um you know i'm on record about that in on this show several times they're a big part of my existence Hmm. comics fandom however is one of the most look this is a blanket statement i'm aware of it this isn't everybody but i think anybody out there in the fandom with with similar mindsets to us will agree comics fandom is one of the most obnoxious and toxic that you will ever come across and sadly this kind of shit is all too pervasive like women have to look a certain way Hmm. Uh, i think about the only the only fandom or hobby if you like that i can think that is worse is probably video games um yeah and that's maybe only because it's newer so (laughs) I mean, see the recent Last of Us controversy or don't, please, if you haven't, just keep that shit out of your life. Mm. Um, But yeah, I mean, IDW especially, like, IDW do some really good stuff. They do some really poor stuff as well, though. Mm. IDW are basically, they just buy up licenses. (laughs) It's just what they do. They'll just take a license for something and shit a comic out. Some are great. Um, Some of their Transformers is good. The Turtles is good because turtles is back there now you know uh but sometimes they just pick up licenses and churn out some shit and when you say quality control that would have been what happened there probably it's yeah we've got the powerpuff girls make it a comic yeah uh, yeah i mean I'm and, and, and instinctively like the, women uh, in comics yeah need to look a certain way and that's what that artist would have done um but i mean it's especially disgusting considering the age of the characters well yeah they're the fucking toddlers you know it's yeah it's, it's gross. Um, I, although I feel the need to try and find some images of it um, because I want to know now. You know, in, inquiring minds want to know. Um, there is, incidentally, I'm almost certain there is an IDW Powerpuff Girls comic, mind you. Hmm. I'd, I'd bet actual money on it. Um, Pro- quite possibly. Um, oh shit! There it is. Um, I've not looked at it. I've not gone looking for it. Um, do I need to? What the? What that sounds, the fuck? That sounds like a yes. 
Well, it's just it's not the Powerpuff Girls. Like it's. I don't understand. I I, I don't understand what this is. Um, yeah, so there is an there is an IDW comic which looks like normal. There is right. Yeah, I thought there was. Yeah, so I've I've just googled that and that, and oh fuck me, that's insane. That's just wrong. I mean, why would you do that? That's that just. I mean, that's Sailor Moon, is what that is, isn't it? Yeah, that's just fucking wrong. It's it's not the Powerpuff Girls. No, it's the Powerpuff Ladies. <laughs> yeah, who like, belong in fucking windows in Amsterdam. Yeah, I, I, oh, that's weird. Oh, that's just fucking ruined that for me. I mean, it's it's not even the same kind of art style. It's not even TV, no. is it? Like, I no. mean, the eyes are slightly big, but the eyes are slightly large. But I mean, that no, that's a makeup effect from on anything else. But oh, that's, that's cool. just horrendous. What kind of hentai kind of stuff? It's just horrible. It's, it's absolutely horrible. Now, there's maybe a market for that, but th- I think the issue with it is that they've kept the original logo and stuff hmm. and called it like it needs to be clear that this is like them as teenagers. Yeah, that's that's where the disconnects coming in, isn't it? Yeah, and I see that the style is different, the color palette is different because obviously the it's been done in a more realistic style. So you've got you know, you've got lighting, you've got shading, you've got shadow, all this sort of stuff which you haven't got in. I mean, I've got a page of um, the, the the other comic um, in front of me, and it looks very much like the cartoon. So to have this, this looks like people doing fucking cosplay. Have been yeah, uh, and and they've they've been sort of animated, and so there's like a a, a very there's like a crossover style there it just oh it's just fucking weird I'm, my, i can't get this image out of my eyes so i may need to go and stick some bleach in them yeah it's not nice um i'm pretty sure the other comics actually fairly recent um i've not read it uh but i i know i've seen it about um so whether that's the 26 based on the 2016 version or not i don't know that's basically um, it's, ba- the, it's based on the oh the, so the, the the new the new one sorry yeah i don't yeah. know um, yeah, the the horrific one is based on the the CGI one from twenty fourteen. Yuck! Yeah, which looks wrong anyway. So yes, it does. But just to touch on that briefly, then before we close out, like we said, there are there are comics. You mentioned tattoos. Like the merch for this is insane. Oh, it's fucking insane. Um, uh, I mean, I remember because I mean, we're going back to the early nineties. I can actually remember like having the old Nokia fifty two tens and stuff, hmm. um, and they being. You used to get like you could replace your operator logo. Do you remember you could like yeah. get bitmaps and and yeah. like Powerpuff Girls was on like the back of every magazine. Remember you used to text in the back of the yeah. magazine and they text you back the image and you yeah, would just charge always... like forty quid for the privilege. Yeah, you would always see the Powerpuff Girls yeah. logo on there. It was just yeah. a thing that was always there. Like there was there was um, like a PS One game as well, which I remember. Being... Went, oh man, there's been tons it's of games. Fucking horrendous. All shit. They're yeah. all absolutely fucking terrible, which is daft, right? Because this is like, there is just. Do you ever play Pop and Twinbee or Fantasy Zone? It's ringing like, a bell, but I can't remember. So what? Pop and Twinbee was vertical scrolling, Fantasy Zone was horizontal scrolling, but they were kind of shoot 'em ups where you were like these anthropomorphized. I guess you wouldn't be anthropomorphized because they're spaceships, so they're not, not animals. Awesome. But anyway, they're like spaceships with like arms and legs and stuff. And oh, right, yeah, yeah. Everything's kind of chibi style, and you're fighting like giant flying octopuses and, and yeah. shit like that. Octopi. Um, that, this, that's it's just got Powerpuff Girls written all over it. Just do that. Just do a fucking yeah. shoot 'em up where you're flying around as the Powerpuff Girls, shooting yeah. lasers from your eyes. Yeah, no, I'm punching. 
I'm interested in this one, right? Uh, so in 2001, there was one release called The Powerpuff Girls, Mojo Jojo Agogo. I mean, that sounds good. Anything with anything that's based on Mojo yeah. is going to be fine by me. Yeah, so it's it's centered around their mission to stop Mojo and his minions. But what, what a platform title. was it on? Doesn't say actually. Um, doesn't say because I know they were a lot of fucking Game Boy games. I'll tell you that. Yeah, much. a lot of Game Boy games. I mean, but it, this again was back in the time where you'd pick a license up, you'd shit a game out. It would be yeah, like a side-scrolling it. platformer or something. Yeah, so, so, trying to find it now. Uh, on the wiki page, normally with the references section, you get about 15. Yeah. There are 126 on the Powerpuff Girls. Wow. So every time it's, it's something has been referred to, be it a magazine article or whatever. Um, so this was 2001, let's see, on the Game Boy Advance. Oh, there you um, go. Mojo Jojo, a stolen chemical accident, is building his army of ro- robot monkeys to take over the world. But before the Vindictive villain can complete his plans of world domination, the Powerpuff Girls arrive on the scene. Can you guide the girls through the treacherous terrain to stop the super cerebral, super cerebral simian? Fucking hell. Uh, play on and find out. Um, I'm looking at some screenshots now, and it appears to be some sort of side-scrolling platformer, I think. Maybe? Well, I don't know. But to me, it's a fucking no-brainer. Like, you make it a fucking shoot 'em up like, yeah, what's you do? I don't know. Um, again, just like with the comic, you hoover up the license and you shit it out, and people buy it because it says Powerpuff Girls on it. Yeah, and I don't know. There's some some decent um, some decent ideas to it too. Yeah, it, do, it does look like a side scrolling uh, view. Um, but you know, they've 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 used the um, the platform quite well as well because like, you used to have the Game Boy Link, didn't you? Which no fucker had. Um, but you can. I you did. Can, I did. I. Um, I, I I'm that went, sad. When my parents got my brother a Game Boy uh, for Christmas, whatever year it was, they used to fight over it when we went to bed so they could play Tetris. So <laughs> they then got me one the following Christmas so they could both play at the same time. Then they decided that wasn't bad enough, so they bought us a link cable as well, with the idea being that we could play it together, but in fact it was for them. Um, you know, I, but I you bought could... a link cable because I lived in a student house when the first Pokemon came out, uh... and I'm that sad <laughs> that we yeah. all had Pokemon and we were all trading and fighting till God knows what time in the morning um, and watching Powerpuff Girls yeah. ironically yeah. Yeah. I, I remember I sorry, I um, I had when, when I was in probably year 10 year 11 um, we used to have the Tetris tournaments and shit during break times and so there, there were always maybe a dozen of us on, on links at any uh, any given time uh, so that was always quite fun um, but yeah, so I mean, back to this game. I mean, there's um, you could li- you could multi-link for up to three players. You could um, so you could you could be any you no, know, you could be any of the girls. Um, there were power-ups. You could combine all three of them to for like super attacks. Reading right. it, so it actually sounds quite fucking interesting. Uh, you'll probably pick it up for like ninety-nine pence or something now on eBay. Although maybe it's one of those games that have got super expensive. Um, maybe. Um... Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's been compared, I'm reading a review of it, it's, it's compared very favourable to the N64 and PS1 versions. Uh, I mean, that PS1 game was not good, so yeah, a lot of things could be favourable to that. Um, what did you say it was? Game Boy Advance? Yeah. If we can find it, I can play it. Um, <laughs> I've got a Game Boy Advance kicking around. Uh, I've got most retro consoles kicking around. Um, yeah, I, I've still got a Game Boy Pocket somewhere, because I had a Game Boy, um, and I... 
um, I got slightly narked and I, I, as is the way the controllers get broken now, um, I was it was the first time I got to the end of um, Super Mario Land, and I died on my I, on my last life. I died really fucking stupidly, and I just launched it. Um, so my Game Boy screen slightly crashed. So I bought I, I bought um, a Game Boy Pocket, which I don't think I don't remember knowing anybody else who had one. But it was the first one. So before they started doing all the fucking colors, yeah, 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 the little like really slim version. Yeah. So, but like I before they started it. doing the color button and the color chassis yeah. or the see-through chassis, I had the original one, which was silver. Yeah, I remember. Cool yeah, the, yeah. And I've still got that somewhere. I don't think I had one of them. I think I skipped straight to the color. Yeah, well, I mean that um, was that was it was just a Game Boy with a smaller shell. So I mean the the, yeah. the natural evolution would have been to the color. Um, it's just because I broke mine and needed a new one. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm eBaying it, but I can't seem to find a copy of Mojo Jojo or Go Go. Um, I could emulate it, uh, but I don't like to do things like that, as we talk about a lot. Yeah, no, buy shit, buy shit, buy shit, buy shit. Pay Um, people money for things that you want. Somebody worked hard on it, even if it's shit. Yeah, somebody still still had a job out of that. Um, Yes. Just look at some of the other titles we've got as well. You've got Powerpuff Girls, Mojo Jojo, Clone Zone, uh, Princess Snowbucks. That sounds good. Mojo Jojo's Pet Project. And I'm sensing the theme here. There's yeah. a lot of Mojo Jojo in, in game names. Yeah, so that, that's not a bad thing. It's just fun to say, isn't it? As well yeah. as being a cool character, it's fun to say. Mojo Jojo is fun to say. Well, I said Mojo Jojo will go go. Try saying that three times fast. Yeah. Mojo Jojo go Mojo Jojo go Mojo I can't do it three times sober. Mojo Jojo go go. Mojo Jojo go go. Mojo Jojo go go. No. No. Almost. There you go, listeners. New drinking game for you. Um, but yes, I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, fucking merch on this though. I mean, um, yeah, they were. They, I don't think there were CDs as well. Like there was, there was music that they brought oh, out. Oh, that theme has been covered so many fucking times. Um, there were CDs inspired by. You, do you remember those albums you used to get where it was yeah, like yeah. rather than being music from the show or the film, it was like yeah. music inspired by, and it was just a bunch of fucking tracks that artists couldn't release and weren't even good enough for B sides. They'd go, oh, that's vaguely connected to this thing. Let's throw it on there. Um, Buffy did one. It was horrendous. There was a horror. Do you remember the fucking tie-in between Buffy and fucking Bewitched? It was horrible. Oh, Jesus. Was it Bewitched? Yeah, it was Bewitched. I know it was Bewitched. Oh, it was horrible. Yeah, because they did a couple. They did. They did the. Um, they did one early on, like after the second season, which was like the bands who'd been in the bronze, which kind of made sense. Yeah, that was the Radio Sunnydale one, wasn't it? No, that, that was that was the one. That Radio Sunnydale was a later one, I thought, which was it wasn't great. I think there was another one before it, but then there was one after it, which I said was just oh yeah, that sounds vague. That could have been people who were in it. Let's use that. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it was fucking terrible. Absolutely I mean, I still terrible. fucking bought it, but yeah. What was the fucking Bewitched? So what the fuck was it? I'm sure, and I'm sure it was Bewitched. I'm almost certain it was. It was one of those shit girl groups, anyway. Um, I really should know. I've got, I've got it around here. If I really want to go and put my hands on it, I mean the single as well as the CD. Oh um, man, Buffy merch. Yeah, like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm just leaving that there. I'm not gonna. I'll yeah. own it. Fine. I'll own uh, it. Oh right, yeah. I'll own it. Um, Anyway, yeah, uh, the best one, incidentally, was the X Files one. But yes, clearly the best of those albums. Yeah. Um, 
Sorry, I've, I've just spotted as well that um, talking about sh- uh, ship girl groups who did tie-ins, um, the one with Powerpuff Girls was the Sugar Babes. Uh, that was for the movie. For the movie. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the song, but it I remember... Angels with Dirty Faces, apparently. Still don't know the song. No, I'll, I'll find it later. I'll, yeah. I'll log on to, uh, to the website of the computer and, and search for it so it doesn't fuck up my, uh, my recommendations. Yeah, don't blame you. Um, so, yeah, there is plenty of Powerpuff merch out there if you want it. Um, the show is readily available if you want yeah. it. Um, just just go and find this thing because it's brilliant. Yeah, it I mean, really it's, I mean, I've 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 been quite busy the last couple the last couple of days myself, but I've managed to sort of pick up the odd clip here and there. And it's just they they're just long enough to remind you how funny the show is and to make you go back for more. Um, I mean, the, the individual segments are only 11 minutes. Now, you, an episode was 22, so you've got two stories. Um, but as I know, you can you can chuck one of these on while, no, while you're on the train. Well, no, because I mean, I've, I have a habit, which I, I really shouldn't do. But if I'm sat at my desk in work, because I used to have a desk and an office and shit, no, fucking lockdown. Um, but I'd sit there with, you know, and be watching stuff. And it's the sort of thing you can just you know, prop your phone up against the, uh, the bottom of your screen. I get to the bottom of your monitor or have a separate window open, plug your headphones in, and it's just completely inoffensive. It's just there, and it, you know, it's it's ten minutes. It doesn't get any way at all. Um, and it's just not. I mean, I'm I'm going to go back and look for more stuff. I've, I've got work to do once we finish recording, so I'll be doing that and saying, right, I'll I'll, I'll just have a little window open in the corner of the screen and have a couple more of these on. Yeah, I mean, it. I I don't put it on in the background. I just seem to end up finding this show when I'm mm. bored. Um, yeah. I don't know why, um, but I, I, I mean, I can see how you can stick it on the background. It's perfect TV for that. I, I would recommend just, oh, yeah. honestly, just find it, sit down and watch it. This, yeah, this if, thing if you've is got the time to sit down and watch it, I mean, I'm, I'm a bastard for, for putting stuff on in the background. If, I'm, if I've got the PlayStation on, I'll have a laptop or an iPad or something in front of me with, well, to watch something at the same time. So I'm kind of half concentrating on both. Um, and recently we bought the bullet and invested in a ginormous fucking TV because we, when we moved from a very small flat to a slightly larger house, the little TV in the corner kind of looked a bit dwarfed, so we, we went out and bought a big TV. And now I'm, that's stupidly, that's got me back into the joy of watching TV for watching it rather than it being background noise. Um, so this, no, this is something I could quite, quite happily go and stick on downstairs. The problem being I've got work to do, so I need to be up here and actually on the computer. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if you've got the time to sit down and watch it, I mean, I would wholly recommend it. You know, give yourself an hour, watch two episodes. Give yourself an hour and ten minutes, watch three. You know, it's fucking hell. Uh, you not... will carry on watching it, I guarantee yeah. you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, that's the sort of thing. It, it's something that you don't, as you said, you don't need to know what's going on. You can dip in and out, and you will never remember. All, you know, that's the episode where this, 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 and this happens. You'll remember a bit. Yeah. And that's all you need. And same as we were talking about The Simpsons, you remember the, it's the episode that Mr. Burns got shot, or it's the episode where Homer's a boxer or Homer's an astronaut. You won't remember any of the fucking jokes in it. You won't remember what Marge is doing or what Lisa's doing or what Bart's doing. You'll just remember the, that key point of the story. And that's the same with this. Like, you know, I mean, as I was talking with the, the pilot earlier, I remember the fact that I can't remember which one it was, but one of them gets their hair turned into a chicken leg. Yeah. Because why the fuck not? But you will just remember snippets like that, and it's yeah, it's 
if nothing else, it's 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 a it's a good it's a good eleven minutes of TV. It's not even even if you're not that interested in it, you're not gonna you're not gonna put it on and go, oh, this is shit. Uh, I I I just don't see how anybody can dislike it. As no, I, I mean I, I defy anybody to to sit there and watch an episode and go, oh, that's fucking rubbish. Yeah, it's it's just too full of joy. This show, yeah, like it's it's wonderful, uh, and and in the best possible way. You know, it's not. It appears sickly, but it's not. Um, it'll just make you grin ear to ear. It's charming as fuck. Yes. Um, just yeah, go for it. Oh yeah, uh, it was bewitched. The song was blame it on the weatherman. Oh okay. There you go. Would have been an infinitely better song if they hadn't fucking sung it. Uh yeah. Um, it's, it's, I, it's, it's got a it's got a nice it's got a nicer rock ballad effort, effort to the start of it. Oh um, no, I take it back. No, blaming on the weatherman was the one in Charmed. Okay, I still maintain it would be a better song if they hadn't sung it. I had yeah. some really good fucking guitars on it. But anyway, that's a, I need that's to, a... I need to go and dig that CD out so that I can put my mind at rest. But I know <laughs> it would be here somewhere, and I'm pretty sure it was bewitched. Um, Fair enough. If you oh. want to know, listeners, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> tweet, tweet us and Chris will, Chris will let you know. Yeah, but, um, yeah. yeah, but I mean, as we've said, no, go out and if it, this is readily available, take ten minutes. It's not no, ten minutes out of your day for something like this. It will make you chuckle. It, no, you may not laugh out loud that many times, but it'll make you chuckle. It'll make you smile. Uh, it's it, it's it's eleven minutes of, of of a good time. You know, it's what what else are you going to do? It's fucking no. We're in lockdown. Um, I mean, it's this perfect for that as well. Oh like yeah, I say, so fucking full of joy. Just that, well, I said it. I mean, I, 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 I have been reliably informed by both of my children recently that I'm grumpy, which I think is code. For no miserable. shit. Wow. Um, yeah, I think that's code for you're a miserable fucker. Um, but I mean, I, I've put these on the last couple of days, and so I say just I'm just here and there, and I do find myself in a better mood because of it. Because there's there's nothing. Nothing in them is going to bring you down. No, absolutely not. Um, um, the complete opposite, in fact. Yeah, um, but yeah, as I said, go and find it. I mean, I I, I can't recommend it highly enough, um, especially given how uh, how I came to it in the first place um, and how little I gave a fuck about it. Um, but yeah, as as always, um, we'd love to know what people's thoughts are. Um, I quit. On... That's the song. Sorry, I'm punching the desk. Hepburn. It's Hepburn. That's the one. Fucking Hepburn. Yes, wasn't bewitched. Hepburn. Yeah, I remember that. That's gonna be my fucking know. head now. I, I don't. God damn yeah, it. I can hear the song now as well. That's how I got to it because I can hear the song now. So fucker, that's gonna be that, that's gonna be going on for days now. I have to find that. Is that better or worse than the Powerpuff Girls theme going around in your head? Because the Powerpuff Girls theme is a better fucking song. It's an infinitely better song. I've still got Kim Possible whirling around in there as well. Um... <laughs> So yeah, apologies. My Buffy knowledge did fail me slightly there. Not bewitched, Hepburn. But I got there. Just took me some fucking time. I got there. As soon as as you said I quit, I remember the fucking song as well. That's one of those bits of merch that is buried deep, 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 deep in the archives. Like to be fair, if it's on on a CD, I don't even. I I have hundreds of CDs. I don't know where any of them are. Oh, I, I could, I could find it within an hour, probably, but I don't particularly want to. So. Yeah, that's that's what Spotify and Apple Music and other platforms are for. 
This is totally fucking off topic now. <laughs> I was trying to wind up about 10 minutes ago. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> my fault. That's fine. Um, people will switch off by now, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, as, as always, if you are still with us, um, we'd love to know what you think. I mean, and we're you know, pretty uh, pretty effusive about in, in our price for the show. But I mean, if, if you do think we've got it wrong, let us know if you agree with us always let us know because we love people agreeing with us it doesn't happen very often um but yeah get in touch um as always you can get us on twitter at smpdpod uh you can get us through our website ddpodcast.net where you can find previous episodes of this show that we've referred to you can find our other shows as well some of which are happy some are game of thrones related so not so much um but yeah get in touch um and we'll uh, we'll get back to you as best we can uh, wherever you get your podcast from be it itunes spotify google play stitcher blueberry whatever um like share subscribe um leave us leave us some some feedback some comments and we'll get back to you as best we can but until next time see you later